everyone, it's Front Row Phyllis, and my next guest and her band have been entertaining children around the globe for over 30 years. And that includes my teenagers, whom I still think remember the words to the songs such as fruit salad, hot potato, and so many more. Welcome, Emma Watkins of The Wiggles. It's so great to see you. So nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us literally around the globe, correct? We are usually based in Australia, but we've managed to actually fly to New Zealand and we're here on our first tour since the pandemic. Wow. So it's a very special time. That is a very special time. I want to know, so how is the tour? How are you guys able to do that? Well, here in New Zealand, there are no restrictions. So we're very, very lucky in the fact that children and families can come to the show and feel relaxed. And there aren't that many restrictions on uh, people and capacity, but social distancing is still uh, enabled, which is amazing. But we're hoping to go back and tour Australia. And up until this point, we've had quite a lot of restrictions in terms of how many people can be in the venue. But as of yesterday, those restrictions have been lifted for the moment. So maybe when we go back, we'll be able to do a slightly bigger tour than we had hoped, which is amazing. And really for us, as soon as we finish Australia, we just want to be able to hopefully spread the joy over in North America and come over oh, and see everybody. We would, I know, I know. So are people wearing masks over there as well or no? Not anymore, no. Oh. The only masks are now at the airport on the plane. Okay. But really, it's very free here, which we didn't know. Which but we have two weeks of quarantine. Right, which is so interesting to me because they, you know, because there's so many different conversations about it. And it's like here, New Zealand has proven that you can still be okay and still go see a show and everything's going to be fine. You know what I mean? So I think that we all need to take lessons from that. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> trying to figure out how we're going to be able to do it because we're still trying to figure it out. And my understanding is I don't think that we're going to be going back to regular concerts and festivals and that, at least for this year. So, yeah, yeah I just don't and see that. No, and, and now that it's become very normalized that, you know, touring and, and live music and live concerts aren't ha well, haven't really been happening for over a year now, right. I think it has really shown us how we can pivot digitally and, and meet you right. like this. <laughs> And, you know, we would never have the opportunity to uh, be able to see. Right, right. Interviews and, and Zoom parties and weekly concerts online. So in that regard, it's been a, a huge learning experience and, and a huge challenge. But it's been amazing to be able to connect with people. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, we think about, especially here in the States, is like, the, the child that's in Omaha, you might not be going to Omaha, Nebraska. So that child would never have been able to watch you or hear you. And they're able to do that through live streaming. So those are probably one of the only perks. I mean, there's a few, but you know, we have to turn it around and make it a happy thing versus some of the other things that are so negative, you know, about it. Yeah. And hopefully using this platform and, and, and the Wiggles music to try and 
spread a little bit of joy during this time also to families that may not have been able to come to the show in the first place right. and through the internet we've been able to do shows on facebook live youtube live instagram live and try and connect with people this particular way but it is interesting because obviously children though they can navigate technology extremely right. well right. It's the parents that are actually writing us questions while we're performing right. and then we're able to <laughs> respond <laughs> so that has been a whole new world of performing responding to parents and grandparents questions during the performance <laughs> that's hysterical that's very funny i never <laughs> thought of that it's like normally yeah. you would just be up there you would be on stage you would be doing your thing and then you go backstage and you're done. And now it's like, oh, okay, now they're asking questions about this. <laughs> I mean, however, in the, the, the nature of the show, which is so lovely that we get to perform for children and yeah. families, is that the children have no inhibition, so they're yelling out their questions during the show. And so it is, it is a bit of a shock to finally be able to see people in real life in a group and right. these children dancing along to the shows and then just yelling out song requests, right. which we, have, we haven't had for a long time. For so a long time. It's real yeah. that is, that's so funny. So during this past year, when we were all in lockdown, um, you know, people picked up all kinds of crazy hobbies, you know, uh, from painting to cooking to baking. Did you pick up any hobby, hobbies during that time? Well... Yeah. Interestingly, <laughs> I did try and bake a lot of banana cake. But okay. Not apple pie, not cherry pie, banana cake. <laughs> banana. I had to, uh, I've been wanting to complete my sign language studies for a really long time. And every time I enroll, naturally I've had to pull out because I've gone away on tour. So I kind of make the first semester and <laughs> it's like, no. And then you no, have to start all over no. probably again or kind of, right? So they changed the entire course so that it was online. And I finally finished my diploma in Australian sign language. And so that really was an amazing hobby yeah. and an interest for me to finally achieve. How about yourself? Right. You know, it was funny. I, I love to cook. I'm not great oh. at baking, but I'm good at oh. cooking. So I learned okay. certain things to bake. And it was right. funny because we would post it because that's what everybody was doing anyways, because when you're in entertainment, what else would you be doing? <laughs> so finally, I think my publicist is like, okay, ease up on the baking, okay? <laughs> So I think I learned, but I don't think, you know, and I would have it out on the counter and my kids would have to eat. And I'm like, well, is it great? And they're like, it's okay. That's brilliant. I know, right? Teenagers, they are going to be brutally honest with you for sure. <laughs> and how old, how old are your children? So my kids are um, 20 and 17. So, oh. and honestly, the first, literally the first concert I ever took them to was the Wiggles, was the Wiggles wow. here in Chicago. And it was amazing. And I remember we all knew all the songs, all the songs. I mean, you guys have literally were my babysitters. And I think so many people can say that because you've entertained children 
across the globe for so long, for 30 plus years, and then to, you know, take it to a different level. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's amazing. I, you guys are amazing, amazing. And that's why you have so many incredible fans. It's very nice. Thank yeah. you. It does. It certainly feels like a responsibility knowing that for so many children, maybe our show was their first ever experience of live music right. and live performance. And so for us, even though we're singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star for the 7,000th time, right. it's for right. that child, it might be the very first time they've ever heard it exactly. or heard it live. And so it is really important for us and especially during this pandemic, for us to have continued the shows live, even though they've been streamed, uh, so that children can still experience some facets of live music and children's entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. So now you've been with the Wiggles for um, eight years. Do you remember how it all came about? I mean, did you get that, you know, was it an audition? Was it a phone call, your agent? How did it all come about? Well, actually, the three new Wiggles, Simon and Lockie and myself, we were already involved in the touring personnel as Wiggly dancers and singers and backing band members for a few years before we were asked. So we didn't actually know that we were being watched to be okay. Wiggles at that particular time. So there were no real, it wasn't really like an audition, but we realize now looking back in retrospect that we were being auditioned from the minute that we joined so yeah so we it was a surprise to us and actually when anthony asked me it was very casual before a show in sydney and when he asked me i thought he was joking but then when it started to settle in, I was like, oh, okay, this is a bit more serious than I thought. And really from that point to now, so much has changed and a whole, you know, three generations of children have kind of been through the new generation of Wiggles. So it's an amazing uh, transcending kind of journey. And as it continues on, we are now pivoting to change to how we actually connect with children obviously through digital means um but the way that we're able to portray our music and our musical experiences for families of the today society so do you speaking of that so are children different are people different than they were you know eight years ago 10 years ago 15 years ago do you do you think that they're different or their thinking process is different I think gen generally children are the same mm -hmm. and generally children are the same across the globe. Yeah. It's just that the outside context continues to change right. and the way that they receive us as people changes a lot. So technology just has changed the way for everybody. And for most parents, it's a real challenge because they're trying to limit the amount of screen time for their children yet we are mostly seen particularly in the pandemic on a screen right <laughs> so right. it's definitely this balance of being able to create media and content that engages children to be physical and to participate and not if they if they don't want to join and dance along or sing along that's totally fine some of their participation is purely through watching and observing right. 
So we're trying to create content that engages all different types of learners, whether they're a visual learner or an auditory learner, and hopefully somewhere in between there, there's enough stimulus that actually is a more open, broad platform for lots of children right. in the way they learn. Yeah. Now, your adorable signature look, the uh, yellow and black bow at your top, did you have input? I love it. Did you have input yes. on what you were going to wear or what color you got to be? You know, did you get to do that or was uh -huh. it them telling, saying, hey, you know what? It was a little, it was a little bit of both and okay. it, it was very, it was very relaxed because Anthony knew that I don't wear pants. <laughs> so I, I always wear skirts and dresses and I'm okay. very like, I love dancing and I love swishing dresses around. And so I, when he approached me, he's like, you're not, I don't, you're, you can wear whatever you want. Like you don't have to wear pants. I'm like, no, I don't feel, no, I don't feel myself. <laughs> and so really it came from that. And because I would always wear headbands and bows and hair clips, I was like, would it be good if we could have a yellow bow like that might work. But actually this outfit, this shirt and the skirt wasn't what I had originally imagined. I imagined that I would have a dress with a petticoat underneath it. Oh. But now looking back, I'm so glad that it ended up being this because right. when we're together as a group, we look more uniform. And so it actually feels a lot more connected than what I thought that it might have been in the first place. Uh, but yes, our, our outfits change slightly as the years go on and now you'll see these two ribbons that look like a, a football jersey because uh anthony loves football <laughs> so when we joined that was the uh that's the inspiration but the original skivvies didn't have um these ribbons oh mm. so your favorite part and i'm sure you're asked this so many times your favorite part about being a wiggle you well, probably it feel right <laughs> I, it's true and it, it does change a lot and I think you know being in New Zealand and on tour right now right. Uh, you we I think the live shows are where the magic for the Wiggles truly is it's definitely that interactive live experience in a theatre or in an arena or in a school hall or in a hospital room that connection uh, with music and families is really special and I certainly have missed that for such a long time and it's lovely to be able to at least start to cultivate uh, a tour and a live experience of some fashion. Right. Now. Right. So how many, um, how many kids and, or how many people can they allow in each venue? Is there a capacity? Is it small? Different venues have different, kinds of capacities particularly here because we're playing a range of different places arenas okay. and theaters and halls but across the tour we're, we're here for two weeks we're almost finished but we've played to we will have played to 40,000 people here over the two weeks which is amazing considering wow, that is amazing mm. Especially and when we go back all this yeah that's fantastic yeah. so hopefully when we go back to Australia uh, it's a longer tour. It has more cities and, and bigger venues. It should be uh, more close to about 100,000 people um, back in Australia. So we'll be looking forward uh, to getting back to our home ground as well and being able to see people uh, in our home yes. cities. But hopefully by the time that's finished, we'll be able to come and visit. 
I know. I hope so too. I really do. You know, now that we've been talking about, and I love this part, because I don't know if you know this, I like to talk about statistics and we were just talking about numbers. So I have right. to tell you, um, I read that the band, and I don't know if you know this, that the band has sold over 30 million albums, 8 million books, and has over 1 billion music streams. So I think that Justin Bieber might have some competition at this point, <laughs> is what I'm thinking. Imagine if Justin Bieber had a like a storybook, like right? like Justin Bieber alphabet of Canada. Hello. Right. Yeah, it would be a very 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 short book, I think. But that's <laughs> but so what do you think? I mean, there's quite a few things. Is what do you think makes the Wiggles such a huge success? I think when the original Wiggles started, their philosophy has had been and always has been about uh, education and entertainment for children through music and empowering the child to be part of that experience so that they feel that they are equal to the Wiggles. They're on the same level. It's not an adult-child uh, relationship. It's a very much a, it's an equality across sharing a musical experience. And for the three out of the four Wiggles, they were all at university in Sydney studying early childhood development and early childhood teaching. And so I think that background and knowledge in preschool teaching was so helpful in yeah. grounding the basis of not just the songs, but also the language that the Wiggles use to approach their audience. And that really has been passed over to us. And so whilst we haven't been to university for that particular degree, that's been some really helpful learnings and knowledge that we've taken forward into our generation. And most of that learning happened when we had a transition year. So the original Wiggles were on tour and we were Wiggles in training. So we had eight months to learn on the road with the originals all together. It was a very special year, 2013. Feels like ages ago now, but know, even since then we've learned so much. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now you guys have also just released a Greatest Hits album and we're all fruit salad. How important was it to release this album, especially with all the changes that are going on in the world? You know, what did that mean? The, the album is a very special album and it's the first album that encompasses three decades of wiggling. So it has original tracks with Murray, Jeff, Anthony and Greg into Sam's era when Sam joined the Wiggles as the Yellow Wiggle and now into the new generation of Wiggles with myself and Lockie and Simon and Anthony. But we've also been able to record brand new versions of some of our favourite songs. So it's quite a breadth of music on that particular album. But we've had so much great feedback from people saying, oh, that's my favourite track. I used to listen to that in 1995. So that's been lovely. And really the song listing for us started at about 100 songs because wow. the Wiggles have over a thousand songs on their catalog. So it was about a hundred that we chose and then it kind of went to 70 and then 60 and then 50. And then to finish the album off, we actually took it outside and actually asked people on social media what their favorite Wiggle songs were and finished the album with some recommendations from our fans across the world. So what were a couple of the, cause I'm sure there were quite a few, but what were like the 
one or two that was like unanimous that everybody was like, oh, that's my favorite oh. song. Which Rockabye Your Hair, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Just a huge classic. And sometimes for families, not sometimes, but for a majority of families, particularly in Australia, that's like their first children's song. It's like, it seems to be like almost our national anthem, <laughs> Rockabye Your Bear. So Rockabye Your Bear is very, very special. Toot Toot Chugga Chugga Big Red Car, Hot Potato, Fruit oh, Salad. Yeah. And for the new generation, for us, it was very much Do the Propeller, uh, Glasses song, you know, certain songs that actually cemented pieces of our characters along the along the last eight years like Simon Says or Lockie Weagle or the Emma Bow song so right. it's been special and I really hope that people are able to enjoy it and yes you can buy it physically or stream it online and uh, have a listen to your favorite song which is so fantastic. Emma, thank you so much. I am so glad that you were able to carve out some time and talk to us today. I definitely know why uh, your fans are so passionate about you, your band. You guys are amazing. And we wish you all the best um, on the rest of the tour and the next tour. And I hope next time we get a chance to meet each other in person. That would be lovely, please. Let's just positive energy positive. towards. We're going to see. And hopefully, we get to meet you someday soon. And thanks so much for having me. Thank you. We'll see you soon.